before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kevin with Pizza Planet Video. I am Sprinkles from Collection Therapy. How's it going, Sprinkles? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good, man. This was a this was a hard one to get through in the dark. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do well. Yeah, but spooky we'll get episode today. <laughs> we got a spooky episode. But uh, let's get to tape talk, man. You got tape, so tell me what you got. All right. So, and I'll be truth be told, my wife got me these tapes. Okay. Um, Fox version of Alien Nation. Nice. Nice, which is that, I believe, didn't that spawn a TV show for a little while? I don't know. I, I started watching it once, but I fell asleep. But it seemed cool. It, it's cool. Yeah. I, I feel like it was, I could be wrong. We'll, we'll follow up that with the next episode. I got a Harrison Ford movie called Frantic. Yep. I've seen that. I've never watched it. I've seen, yeah. So I don't know what it is. Is it I've an action movie? It. I think it's an action movie. I think uh, I said a psychological thriller, so Ooh. who knows? Um, Platoon, but this is a Vestron copy of Platoon. Nice. Um, which I was pretty excited about. And then I got Blade Runner, an original, because I have Blade Runner, but it's like the 10th anniversary, so it's got like the stripe on the top of the box. Yeah, the director's cut. Yeah, so I got the actual Blade Runner. Oh, so yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with, with tape talk. I, I mean, I didn't get much, but. I was just excited I got something, so. Hey, it's better than nothing. I got, uh, I picked up a free box, like a bag of free crap from Craigslist. Uh, most of it was actually crap, but there was uh, Sex in the City season one. Um, I do love the Sex in the City. There was, yeah, I've never seen it, but I had season two, so I figured well, I'll keep that. There's also like a UFO Files tape, so I kept that one. Nice. Um, the rest I pretty much got rid of, a lot of scratch CDs and whatnot. Uh, but I also got some good mail stuff from Instagram. I do tend to shop on Instagram quite a bit. But uh, I did some trades with people, and I picked up some uh, trauma tapes. I got Class of Nukem High, part one, um, which is one I've been looking for for a while. And the big one that I got, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Uh, See finally picked that one up and that was i didn't expect to see that on instagram he contacted me about it i, I like trauma movies man I th- yeah they're they're weird they're very cult you gotta you gotta understand what you're getting into but i, I dig them and kabuki man's cool. the best kabuki man's hysterical lloyd kaufman is actually for one i will say lloyd kaufman commented on my instagram post uh lloyd kaufman's the creator of trauma and toxic avenger and all that so I kind of had a little bit of a fanboy moment with that, but uh, <laughs> I he's also, my phone. he's also coming to Austin. So he's going to be here uh, next week. Um, uh, showing a movie. So oh, movie. do we know what movie? Uh, Newcom return to Newcom high part two. So I don't know what part in the anthology that is. I think it's like part five, but uh, so pretty excited about that. It's like $10 to go. So I'm going to go. See if oh, I can yeah. see if I can get Kabuki Man signed by Kaufman himself, and then I also got on trade Critters three and four, so now that's finished. I don't need any more of those. And I got a, I got a Vanilla Ice Ninja Wrap, the Ninja Turtles from, Vanilla Ice tape from Ninja Turtles 
episode uh, number two, right? Was that yeah. two? I think so. I don't know. Ninja. Nin- Ninja. <laughs> oh, dude. I remember uh, singing that song the minute I came out of the theater after seeing <laughs> Turtles number two. Uh, but yeah, that was all. That's all I picked up for tapes this last week. Dude, that's a killer haul, especially the trauma. I mean, I'm Critters one, about that. you got Critters, what, two and three? Uh, three and four. I three had one four. and two, so no. I, lo- I want to get Critters. I haven't found it. The downside is all these people want to trade, which is awesome. I'm mm-hmm. down to the trade because I have no money. Right. But, but I also have... have no tapes. Right. Yeah, no, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I don't have cool shit or multiples of cool shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I've got like eight. Monsters Inc. Like, can we do anything with that? And they're like, Yeah, no. Those, I'm like, hey, those huh? clear clamshells. You should save those clear clamshells because those are cool. Oh yeah, I do. I, of course I do. Those are cool. I started color coordinating my clamshells, so like, I have a copy of Mister Limpet, so I put it in a baby blue clamshell, and I Where? made the I made the shell of the actual tape blue as well, so it's like all blue. How the hell did you find a blue clamshell? It was from a. A tape called like Sky Fairies. This is some kids' tape. Kids' Dude, tapes are where it's at. They got the weirdest shit. That's that's uh, where you find all the color tapes for mm-hmm. show for swapping. But yeah, I, that's I just got to get into the trading more. Unfortunately, I just don't have cool shit. Um, yeah, I've got people on Instagram that send me stuff. VHS Heat is mm-hmm. uh, kind of my sugar daddy. He is awesome. He's <laughs> such a nice cat. He he just has so much, and he keeps finding cool things. Nice. And he likes to just send them out, so I always like to give him a shout out. But mm-hmm. other than that, I haven't got. I really want to find '80s horror or '80s like. I mean, would you call critters a horror? I call it horror. Yeah. Okay. I mean, where else would you where else would you put it? Sci-fi. It's, it's like thriller? like troll, like troll. It's a bad movie, but it's still a horror movie. Even horror. Leprechaun. Leprechaun's a horror movie. So basically, it classifies as a horror if anyone dies by someone else or something else. Um, yes, aside from some things like Weekend at Bernie's and whatnot, you know. Yeah, for sure. But if somebody is murdered, then yeah, I would consider it somewhat of a horror. But I also think thrillers go into like horror because it's it's that tenseness that yeah. like people die, you know, like Memento. Where do you put Memento? No, Memento is more in like the thriller. Yeah, you have your own thriller section. Yeah, so thrillers to me go in horror because I don't need my own shelf for those because I don't really watch thrillers. Yeah, I kind of go like it goes uh, thriller after like um, action adventure, then goes thriller, and Mm -hmm. then thriller goes into sci fi, sci fi into horror. Yeah, because then you have the ones that blend both, you know? That's a nice, yeah, nice way to do it. But then you have ones that you're like, I don't know where I put. And then I just randomly close my eyes and shove it on the shelf. And you just, yeah, find it later. Or I put it in somewhere else. I'm like, you, you go in the drawer. I yeah. don't know where you <laughs> live right now. <laughs> but, dude, I'm going to get there, though. I, I want to get a lot of the 80s stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a, a grail for sure would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, that's one. I don't, I don't have that one either. It's so hard to find. Yeah. It's so I... fucking good, though. I think I've passed it up before too, back in the day. So bummed about that. But uh, I used to have it on DVD. Good movie. Classic. That's, that's kind of my horror, right? It's yeah. What would you call that? Campy horror? Because it's kind of like yeah, almost on the verge of just being absolutely absurd. You know? Yeah. Which uh, yeah, which like the serious movies slowly turned into that throughout the nineties. Yeah. So like the. 
the Halloween of the 90s was actually, I mean, the Halloween movies in the 90s were ridiculous, but like the Halloween of the 90s was Scream, where right. it was, it knew what it was. Um, oh my God, when Scream I didn't, came I'm, out. I'm not a huge fan of like 70s and 80s horror that is too serious. Like, uh, give me an example. Um, I don't know. I usually get bored watching them, but just like really slow thrillers about like, you know, a stalker or things like you. that. Um, You're more things like where, things where people just genuinely look like they're getting killed, but like it's, it's not fun for anybody involved. Um, those ones I'm not a fan of, but like, like Friday the 13th. That's awesome. Oh Cause yeah. It's, for sure. Cause it's like a summer camp movie with a killer. It's not like a sex drama with a violent killer in it. I'm with you. Okay. I, I understand. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm more like critters or puppet master exactly. or that kind of, that's where I, but like, I'm really not a saw or any of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't need to see that stuff. Like hostile, yeah. like torture porn. It's, uh, it's just not my host- thing. Hostile was no good. I just don't need to see people's Achilles tendons cut. I just, I'm more like would rather see a, a demonic puppet stab someone which right and my and brain now, makes more sense segueing into something that crosses over on both at one point is child's play everyone has a birthday they'll always remember can we open my presents now mommy a good guy i knew it <laughs> He's someone does get their Achilles tendon cut in one of the child's play movies. So that's our topic today. <laughs> yeah. Our topic today, the movie of choice, we're going to go with child's play this week because we, we, we really dove into the, the fanfic Charles in the last couple episodes because mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out what the fuck it was. I, it's still not going to happen. I don't think I, it's going to happen. I think it should be like a comic book. Like do that, dude, you're not going to make a movie. Cause I mean, the original idea is he's making, child's play again but making it scary like it's supposed to be yeah but Which, we already got a we got a reboot coming we got 
a, a TV, TV show, show coming. We 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 don't need any more. Um, you know, what, I, what, I wish what we've had the, is great. Yeah, I mean, I wish the guy the best, but what you know, but that got us thinking. Like, why don't we just jump into Child's Play? And mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it since the '90s, literally since like I was a kid. Right. So it was again another movie that was impossible to fucking find on any yeah. type of streaming service. I don't have it on VHS yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still hunting. I'm still searching for it. Um, so if anybody out there has an extra copy, they would love to send a Pizza Planet. We That's gladly right. accept donations. Uh, unless you want Monsters Inc., I've got a couple extra. We have lots of show. Monsters Inc. <laughs> lots of Monsters Inc. But we're kind of jumping into the whole franchise of Child's Play, right? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll do a quick recap as far as like what has happened with the series. Um, but we're mostly gonna deep dive because the one we watched is the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch it this week. It's actually one I don't have either. But um, I've watched it dozens of times at this point. Uh, you refreshed yourself yesterday, and um, well, I, did. I tried to two days. <laughs> I so I mean, I'll just tell the story. I found it on YouTube. I had the, to watch it. The highest quality way to watch a <laughs> movie. Was, because I found it on like Apple TV and it was like seven ninety five mm-hmm. to rent. No, I'm not. Ridiculous. That's just dumb. And then I found it on YouTube for like two ninety nine. But then right below it was like <laughs> child's play full movie. Nine. <laughs> it was like 10 parts. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I watched child's play in 10, 10 minute parts. Hey, you know, that's it gives you time to take a break. God, there was so many commercials. Lots of of commercials. Yeah. (laughs) So I watched the commercial for what is it? Death anniversary or whatever. Dead something. Uh, Happy death day to you. Oh yeah. Well, she has to die over and over again. Yeah. You think I would remember the name, but (laughs) it looked it looked awful. Marketing didn't work. It didn't work for me. So I I started watching. I had put my son down. So by this time it was like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm watching it taking notes, kind of just refreshing my memory. And right when um, Chucky turns his head for the first time to give you the inkling that he is alive, when they're talking about um, Charles Lee Ray on the Mm -hmm. TV, I was like, fuck me. And right about that time, no shit. So I have cats. (laughs) And my cat was attacking another cat and making the most (laughs) god-awful sound outside Uh and i was like fuck it i can't do this this is horrifying i just the the suspense was getting me and i was like no i can't so i had to turn it off had to to wait i've been there had to wait until the daytime we've all been there but uh i watched Uh, it today under a blanket with a breathe mm -hmm. hole because that's how you stay safe in horror movies it is nothing can get you it was like 67 degrees today i was sweating but yeah i was safe (laughs) but i got i got done (laughs) all 10 parts Mm mm-hmm but yeah, so it was good. I mean, it's a classic. It it just is. It's just it's, it sits in a weird place where it he's not a Michael Myers or, or or a Freddy, but at the same time he is. He has seven movies. He's gone this whole time. It's all been canon, uh, mm-hmm. and surprisingly, aside from like aside from Nightmare on Elm Street. I'd say of the slasher series, probably one of the better ones um, consistently. I would say so. Uh, It's just a great series. I rewatched almost all of them over this last week and uh, they keep getting, they don't keep getting better, but they keep being exactly what you want it to be. So truth be told, 
I've only seen the first three. I mm-hmm. kind of s- stopped after that because, again, I saw them all in the early 90s or yeah. as they came out. Yeah, part but, three came out in 91. So mm-hmm. so I haven't dove in. T- so after three, it goes into Bride, Bride, of, Bride Chucky. of Chucky. And then it yeah. goes into Seed of Chucky. Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky. And then or, Cult. Yeah, Cult of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, Cult's the last one. Cult is number seven. That one came out two 2011, years ago. right? No, Cult was 2017. Holy hell. What... Uh, Curse was 2013. Oh, that's right. That's right. Seed was 20, er, 2005, I want to say. 2005. Um, Brad was 97 or 98. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was like a seven-year gap between part three and part four. Part four is fantastic. So quick, I'm just going to give a quick run through of what the movies were and what happened to them and where we're at now. So the whole story of child's play is, is what's his name? Charles Lee Ray, mm-hmm. um, serial killer, the, uh, Lakeshore Vo- strangler voodoo serial killer, voodoo serial killer, great shoehorned in voodoo. I thought that was, <laughs> that, that was awesome. It was the best. It was what, it was what they had back then. So many movies had voodoo just, yeah, Ah, it was voodoo. His, he's in that body now. Um, serial killer gets uh, caught by the police. Toy store blows up, puts his body, puts his soul into the body of a doll. That doll gets sold to the mother of Andy. Um, Andy, the cool thing about Andy, well, it's not cool about him, but the cool thing about the character and how it was written is that Andy is a, he has some issues. Uh, his father recently died. He, mm-hmm he's been known to make things up and to lie. So that comes up as the movie goes along. Uh, throughout the course of the movie, well, we'll talk about the first one first then. So I don't yeah. want to give away the ending. But um, how did you feel about, about the cast? I thought it was great. I mean, I think, I think everybody that was in this movie did it well. I mean, it was 1988, so... Um, mm-hmm. The effects were, I think, pretty awesome for 1988. The puppetry um, was amazing. So they went back and forth between puppetry, child actors, and mm-hmm. little people is what they, they said. Well, it and, was this one dude who they made the room a little bit bigger. Yeah. So it would look like he's the same size as Chucky. Fantastic. It was amazing. And I have to say, when he was in costume, was the creepiest. Because his <laughs> movements and like... <laughs> Because it's Chucky, but 30% bigger. Yeah. And it, first off, the doll is absurdly huge anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think the cast is amazing. Um, I think What's Andy, her name from... Uh, she goes on to do uh, something big. Hell. That's the one thing I didn't look up. Karen, the mother. Um, she's known for more later in life. She's, she's a big Hicks. Gamut. Yes, yeah. that's her name. What is she known for after that? Um, I didn't look into her too much. I looked into yeah. Andy a lot. So this was Andy. So the kid is Alex Vincent. Yes. So Alex is six years old. This is his first role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was said to be worked a little too hard and a little too long, but that basically gave him an end for all the movies. Right. And then I believe he came back in the cult of Chucky, right? Yes. Yeah. He was in one and two and then cult. Correct. Because he wasn't old enough for for part three. three. That was only one year between yeah. two and three. So between two and three. So he didn't age fast enough to go to <laughs> military school. 
What a bummer. But, I mean, he's done well. He he's one of those child actors from the eighties that tried to like have a normal life in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Then realized he liked money. Yeah. So and, he's, he seems to be doing all right now. Yeah, but he, he was basically typecast as the kid from Chucky. Like it's because he was because he was the kid from Chucky. Kid Chucky. But no, I mean, <laughs> I think I think everybody did well. Who was the voice of Chucky? Voice of Chucky was uh, was it Brad Dorfman? Yeah, Brad Dorfman. Yeah. So okay. he was so he was the guy that played Charles Lee Ray, and he's also the voice of Chucky. Yes. Um, but, yeah, and he's still. He's not going to be it in the reboot movie, but apparently he's probably tied to the TV series. So, so what we'll I read, yeah, I, what I read this is he's the only reason they would do the series is if only he would play the voice, right? So, I mean, you can't have a Chucky doll without that voice. That doll, they that... they actually wanted to have him have like a little girl's voice, yeah, like a really like a child's voice, and they tried it in a screening, and people were like, no, 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 no. Like Somewhere that pitch. cut exists, and I wouldn't mind watching that because that sounds ridiculous. Uh, but his voice is fantastic, and um, the detective too, he's great in it. But yeah, overall, I think the first one was like such a great way to start this this character of who Chucky is, and like. So, besides the acting the writing was really good for this. So they had a bunch of different ideas originally for the, this movie. It was going to be called my bloody buddy. So <laughs> the movie was basically designed around my buddy. So mm-hmm. I was born in 82. This movie came out in 88. My buddy, which was a toy came out in 85. It was a Hasbro toy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one. I remember it. The commercial was my buddy, my buddy, yeah. wherever I go, he's going to go. I did not have one, but I was a little too old or too young. You're too young. You're the kid in the 90s. So we all had them. Like, it was this weird thing. Like, it was like, hey, if you're a weird, lonely child, here's a stuffed animal that can be your friend and you can talk to it, which paved the way for psychiatrists in the 90s to take care of all those issues. Yeah, because it was human. It wasn't like Teddy Ruxpin. It wasn't a bear. It was a human boy that just talked to you. Right, and it had overalls. That's and, horrifying. I mean, it looked identical to Chucky. Had a striped shirt, wore overalls, had shoes, wore a ball cap. Mm-hmm. So Tom Holland went out and bought this doll. He went out and bought um, Tom Holland and the other director. You know, the other not um, not Spider Man, a different Tom Holland. Yeah, um, who's the writer? Uh, I'm blanking. Um, Don Mancini. Yeah. They went out and bought a bunch of dolls, right? So the idea was a demonic doll. Mm-hmm. When, when Mancini originally wrote this, it was basically a play on like how kids buy into toys and toy manufacturers produce things, but they were going to make it demonic. So they went out and bought like uh, a, a, um, My Buddy, mm-hmm. uh, Raggedy Ann and Andy, uh, those kind of dolls, mm-hmm. but none of them worked. So he, wanted, he took My Buddy and was like, I want this, but it just can't be this it has to be slightly different and they, yeah. that's all they did is they slightly made it different in the fact that they changed its facial features other than that it is identical the and the design's great um even before he gets like all torn up and like scary looking he just as like an innocent little child doll terrifying. Mm-hmm. terrifying terrifying as a kid i remember seeing a trailer and i had to sleep with the lights like with the hall light on almost my whole childhood because of one trailer of a child's play movie. 
I own the fucking doll that the movie was designed after. So I do remember watching this. I didn't watch this movie in 88. I was only six years old. I watched it in the 90s. I had some friends whose dad was like the cool dad who was Mm -hmm. super into movies and props and stuff. And he would let us watch rated R movies. So I went over there one night. We watched the movie. I'm pretty sure we watched one and two. Yeah. Because I remember the box for two, which is the the Jack in the Box. Mm -hmm. And I went home that night and my buddy – went to the garage like no shit like, everybody's I'm, dead it was horrifying like that doll could not live in my house like mm-hmm. i remember getting rid of it and just being like and then my i feel like my dad was pissed because he was like all you ever wanted was this thing and then i was like yeah but it's demonic now so it mm-hmm. can't live here and that's when your parents like okay yep. why do i ask questions <laughs> you know i'm sure they weren't even upset about it no but this movie is is horrifying. I'm 36 years old. I had to watch it in the daytime. <laughs> I mean, again, it's not like realistic scary. It's right. It's psychological thriller scary. Like you don't know when it's going to happen. It's, it's the not, idea of it. It's, it's the, the idea. Mm-hmm. When that doll's face moves and contorts, when Andy's mom threatens to throw Chucky in the fire unless he oh, talks. and he finally he finally he reveals himself fucking comes to life and oh she drops God. him to the floor and he rolls under the bed <laughs> that right there i'm gonna have like i couldn't sit on the couch with my feet next to the ground because i just assumed yeah. chucky would slice my legs open that was such a good scene and the animatronics were so like getting to see the behind the scenes where they took his like whole skin off and everything yeah i didn't realize that they had somebody with like a mounted face thing that was talking for him I didn't like, know any of that. Because they had to get the cheeks and the, mm-hmm. like the whole the whole movement of the face. That's great. Dude. But And then the ending when, when she throws him in the fire and then he comes out just all <laughs> melted and bubbling and just And like, won't fucking die. One step at a time across the room. That was epic. That was, that's one of my favorite like last scenes. And, he, and the kid's just like, this is the end, friend. <laughs> but as he, the kid walks out, he just keeps staring at Chucky. Because mm-hmm. he'd already been shot in the heart. And he knew. He knew it wasn't over. He knew Chucky's coming back. Which he does. He does. So, I mean, the movie's great. There's some interesting parts. Like, no one questions a small child with an almost human-sized doll going to the ghetto of wherever they are. And Different I, times. And a house blows up. And they're all just like, that shit just is normal. This is what we do. That is true. Also, the beginning when, uh, or is it the beginning when the police are in her house um, and she has to grieve? Oh, it was towards the end when there was a death in the house. Mm-hmm. And she just she just tells the police to leave. And they well, leave. That's not how that works. There's I kinda a crime like, there. She just kind of walks in and she's like, I live here. And like, no one questioned that. And they... She's like running around looking for a son and no one's like, who are you? What are you doing here? It's just, no one's like, get out of here at the crime scene. Like, I do like the fact that that woman got hit in the head with a hammer and that was enough was a- momentum to send her backwards in a rage to jump out of a window and crush a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. She's a beast though. Yeah. I mean, it was, but that was quite a death. It, it was one of the better deaths of this, yeah. of this movie. I mean, again, there wasn't too many Poor deaths. Andy. In this movie, there was one gentleman that was killed by a voodoo doll. Mm-hmm. The detective was strangled in, well, the, in the car. Well, he didn't die, though. Oh, right. He didn't. Mm-mm, he got. Yeah, he didn't even die. Yeah, okay. No, Chucky started stabbing through the seat and yeah, then he flipped yeah. over his car. Forgot about that. 
and then just starts shooting wildly into the into the world, like not I seeing know. any. Just that doesn't seem safe. That's <laughs> not how you do but it. But again, could uh, be a jogger. I loved all the paintings on Charlie's Charlie Ray's uh, walls. All the voodoo paintings. Mm-hmm. The whole was... voodoo thing where he goes to his old voodoo teacher. Yeah, and he's just like, "You got to turn me into somebody." And he's and just he's standing like, on the counter, like interrogating this dude, who's like, "Yo," who I'm pretty sure the sole purpose he picked up a um, teacup was solely so he could drop it and something could break. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't drinking tea, <laughs> but like he was like, "I got fucking shot and it fucking hurt." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're becoming human yeah, in his body. That was a big point of it. Was like he needs to possess Andy's body before he becomes organic and like the doll. Once he starts bleeding, he's like, "Oh shit! Now I'm a doll." Um, and so he's cool. I liked that part that that he wasn't just plastic underneath. Dude, when when you see Chucky running up the stairs at the mental hospital, <laughs> when you obviously know that's an actor in there, but you're right. still just like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking scary!" Mm-hmm. So I, this movie's a little different for me now. I have a child, um, and so I kind of started seeing are feeling emotions that I normally wouldn't feel, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, because like when Andy gets really scared, like as a dad, I'd want to comfort my son. And like, I felt so bad when he was locked in the mental institution, right? Like he's trying to prove himself. He's trying to say, I'm not this crazy kid mm-hmm. and no one's believing him. And I don't know that that really, I don't know for some reason that just affected me. Like I just felt in that moment when he's trying to, when he's screaming and trying to get out of the room, cause he sees Chucky coming up the stairs. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, this is intense. And then the doctor gets fried. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> no. But, I mean, overall, Child's Play 1 set the, the rock that this franchise could be built off of. Mm-hmm. And it did great. It did two sequels within two years. Uh, we got Child's Play 2, which brings back Chucky. I don't, I don't remember exactly how he got back into a new doll, but... Regardless, he seeks out Andy specifically, and uh, he winds up with Andy's new family, and he gets adopted. Well, he's and... in a foster home because his mom went to the mental institution. Yeah, so he's not like adopted, adopted yet, but the parents are talking about what they're going to do with him because right. they are very just because he, he knows that Chucky's back, and they don't believe him, obviously. Yeah. They treat him worse than his mom did when he was claiming Chucky says it, Chucky says it, Um they like throw Chucky down to the basement and then the next day they open it and he's still there. And you know, Chucky is messing with Andy by making Andy look crazy. And I always loved that because he didn't need to do that. No, he's a psychopath. So mean. He did not need to do that to the kid. He could have just tricked him or gone to him when he was asleep, but he didn't. He just messed with him in his whole life and killed everyone around him seemingly for no reason. Remember in the first movie, she just bought that doll from a homeless person. Yeah. That stole it. Like there's no it was just in a big explosion of toys. Homeless person steals a, do- a doll, sells it to Karen. Poor Andy's life is ruined forever. But uh but anyway, he comes back. Um the main the best thing about the second one. I love the second one. Um the teacher scene is really great too. When mm-hmm. the teacher throws Chucky in the closet and then just gets destroyed. But the best is the end, the toy factory mm-hmm. and getting to see the walls and walls of good guy dolls and the, the conveyor belt where everything goes down. 
I love that whole scene. It's like a wonderland in there. Um, the when they put the gets, eyeballs back in and all that stuff. Yeah, and the guy, the security guard, winds up under there, and it Dink. goes right through his eyes. Um, so I, I, love, I don't know my, why I like that. I like when I things happen. That's such a like because it hurts me inside, and I'm oh, like, yeah. that's that's what I want. Um, but uh, I dude, I can watch people be shot. Was this sounds probably psychotic, but I can watch people be <laughs> shot in movies, and I'm like, I'm okay, right? Like, uh-huh. Okay, but when people are like stabbing like so cutting inserted I can't, I can't do cuts oh but yeah like, and eyeballs i don't like I, razor blades but if something if something goes through somebody's like i i'm always like <laughs> it just sounds so awful <laughs> i i have combined some elements of because when i was like i remember chucky i remember child's play and again mm-hmm. we call you know like everybody does we i call it chucky right what are you gonna watch right. i want to watch chucky yeah um, it's like urkel yeah when <laughs> I had combined the – I had thought the end of Child's Play 2 was the end of Child's Play 1. I had, So when after he had been right. burned in Child's Play 1, I had thought that he went into a factory somewhere, like I, trying to recreate right. himself. And I, I, always mistook, I always mistook the second one for the third one. I forgot the third one happened completely until recently. Oh, yeah. The military uh, school one? Yeah. Yeah. So in the second one, they, they throw him into, uh, into the toy machine – and then he gets molded with a bunch of them, and he winds up all distorted and everything. And they take care of him. They kill him. He's gone. But nope. Cut to real time the next year, 1991. But in the movie world, it's like, I think, 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's in military school, and he's yep. like kind of a new weakling in military school. I love this setting, because I really like Cadet Kelly and... Uh, <laughs> any movie that takes place in military school i really enjoy toy soldiers um, was a great one. Oh man uh it's in military school everybody's older and he's going after this young black kid that's like really naive he just wants to mess with andy still anyway because andy's there um it's it has really good kills um and i think the setting school story's kind of weak the third one it gets a little weak because again this is they're stretching this idea that his voodoo is really good yeah obviously he's from learning from just that guy in that one bedroom apartment yeah he got really good at it he did one spell one time and apparently being a serial killer voodoo guy he's now set he is strong and Mm -hmm. yeah he comes back to life and the the cool thing with i mean the way they kill chucky in every movie is so good because they throw him into a giant fan at the end and it just shreds him up and it's one of the best practical effects because the body was actually filled with you know like pig guts and all that they made it look like it was an organic person throw him into a fan gets shredded up the end for andy and it's the end of andy's story for a while uh uh, nearly 20 years after that actually more way more than 20 years um but that cuts to 1997 where we have Bride of Chucky with Jennifer Tilly, who it's like, it's definitely catered for the Marilyn Manson fans of the day. It was that, that goth, um, dark, yeah, kind of, you know, piercings kind of. But um, a little campy horror. as well. Oh, it's a comedy. A lot it's, of jokes, a lot of funny sexual humor. Uh-huh. It's full of sexual innuendos and all that. It's not really horror at all. It's just murderous comedy. Kind of like a scary movie, honestly. But it has to go in horror because it, 
it can't not be with the Chucky franchise. Exactly. Child's play. And because people, it is pretty brutal. Like, I mean, he's a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, great deaths in Bride of Chucky. It's just so funny. And like the fact that Jennifer Tilly brings him back, she's obsessed with him and then wants to marry him or wants him to have a bride. So gives him a lady doll and he's pissed. He's so mad and she keeps him in a cage. So he breaks out, kills her by throwing a TV into the tub while she's in there and then does voodoo to transfer her soul into the doll. So now that she's a lady doll, so he's like, well, there you go. Because when you're with Chucky, you have to obey him and and you, you don't get to leave. That's pretty much his thing. He's yeah. not a good person. <laughs> so, so he makes her a doll and uh, then they spend the whole movie trying to get in real bodies but they need to go get his they need to go get his body dug up from the cemetery his real life body because he has an amulet around his neck that has some voodoo shit on it so he he has to go get it that's the whole plot of the movie here's we're kind of reaching for ideas here (laughs) and john ritter is in it Catherine heigl uh all-star cast. So where was um, this amulet in one and two and three? Why didn't he need it then? Because, uh, maybe, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe because it was to get into a child's <laughs> body in the first one. Uh, <laughs> but either, or I have no idea. But he needs this amulet. And their whole thing is like a road trip to get there. They're in the back of someone's car and they're killing people along the way that are trying to stop these kids who are trying to run away. It's just, it's just great. Um, (laughs) It's very funny. It's very funny. And then we get seed of Chucky is when they get a baby and it starts. I watched this this morning. So I, I, this is fantastic. And this is way better than I remembered. Here's the setting. We're at a freak show. In fact, it's the championship of ventriloquism. Is where we're at. That's how, that's how the movie opens. And then this guy who looks like Chris Angel comes out. And he's got, he's got this, this doll that looks disgusting. It looks just so frightening, his face, the way it's molded. It's a very frightening doll. But they put him in a cage. And they, he just like abuses this doll because he knows the doll's alive. But everyone thinks he's the best ventriloquist in the world. So he keeps this doll chained up and he just like abuses it and makes it perform for him. This doll has a British accent. He's very sweet. He's very kind. He wouldn't hurt a fly. He's like, he, he's very posh with the way he talks and he's very lonely and he doesn't know who his parents are. And he's just, he's just living. Also his name's Shitface, So that's cool. <laughs> That's what, that's what the guy calls his puppet, Shitface. So that's all he knows his name is, is Shitface. Um, <laughs> so it's all about him trying to find his parents. And then he does. And then they're like, he brings them back to life by accident because he has the amulet with him now. There's no need to explain any of that. And then he brings them back to life. And it's, it's all about Tiffany wanting to get into Jennifer Tilly's body because Jennifer Tilly plays herself in this movie separate from her in the first movie so she plays herself and tiffany the doll is obsessed with jennifer tilly and wants wants her body so it's a whole plot 
and then the the baby is having gender confusion and doesn't know because it's not anatomically correct doesn't know if it wants to be a boy or a girl or what it is so it jumps back and forth throughout the movie it's wearing a dress at one point um so i recommend that (laughs) that just sounds magical and that was in 2005 and then we got nothing until 2013 when we got curse of chucky and that takes place in a mental institution with uh a handicapped girl in a wheelchair. Um, I don't remember too much about that one. So I can't say it's that memorable, but I remember everyone thinks that she's crazy. Um, and she has this doll and it kills everybody around her. And then we get cult of Chucky, which was last year's and cult of Chucky again is very forgettable and also mostly takes place in a hospital. Uh, has a couple good deaths in it, but Tiffany's back in that one. But that's also when Andy shows back up. Andy does show back up at the beginning, and he had it's a really weird cold open where Andy pulls he has like a safe in his room and he pulls out Chucky's head and it's still all stitched up and bloody and like got nails in it and it's just destroyed. And and it's on like a plank of wood and he sets it in front of him and then Chucky starts talking to him. Like menacingly, like at some point they got reunited, and and now Chucky just lives in his in his house as just a stump, and corrupts Andy. And there's this whole plot to get more Chucky's, like he wants more souls in more dolls. It's a really weird movie. So I gotta watch that. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them all. Yeah, I um, recommend watching all of them. Um, so as a connoisseur of the child's play seven movies. So there's seven mm-hmm. of them. There's seven. Are you more of the original guy? Or are you, because some people didn't like the fact that child's play took more of a, a humorous turn. I think the humorous turn was the best thing it could have done. I mean, look at, look at what we have with things like Hellraiser that decided to never get funny or never be good again. And they just keep, I mean, they've made 10 of those. Spoiler, we're not going to do a retrospective on Hellraiser <laughs> because they did 10 of them and two of them are good. But uh, but if they just went funny with it, like just make it a joke because that's where horror went. The new, the modern, like actually scary horror, it's not slashers. That's not what we find scary anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see the same person scare us anymore. Like that's the whole point. Do you do you think Chucky would survive in today's? If Chucky would, Child's Play was to come on now, 2019, on the screen, do you think it would work? The way that it was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first one is timeless as far as a horror movie. I think um, it, the first think two, okay. the first two, I consider like the first two Halloweens, where if you watch them back to back, it's just a really cool story. St- story, yeah, it works like the military school one is super dated and it has jokes that are dated and like, it's just not. And then it continues to do that. Like everyone, you know what year it was made. (laughs) You don't need to look at the back of the box. You can watch it and be like 2005. Nice. (laughs) Uh, You can tell by the cell phones and the jokes that they make, but yeah. So the first two are definitely the best, but um, I personally love bride of Chucky and seed of Chucky. I think that's a, like a second two parter that everyone needs to watch watch the first two and then watch the middle two i guess 
Okay, so leave out three. Hop, yeah. hop into four and five. And four and five are really good comedy, dark comedies. And then if you really want some nice, I, I consider Curse and Cult to be very Netflix movies. Okay, I got you. Hold on one second. Just heard like a huge thud in my house. No shit. We're talking horror movies here, and I hear a thud. Oh, boy. That puckered my butt a little bit. Oh, boy. But it also could be one of the cats again. Fuck me. And I'm home alone. My wife's out. Cheese and Oh, you're home alone? God, I Cheese hate that. and rice. Cheese and rice. This is when a doll's going to slash my Achilles tendon. Fucking That's hell. Right. You're hearing it live. So, folks. Orion is doing a reboot, right? Orion is doing a reboot. Now, I read up on this. Don Mancini was actually offered to be the executive producer on it. He said no. So the whole story is that MGM or yeah, MGM's making it. Um, yeah, Don Mancini was uh, Mancini, Mancini, whatever, was offered to be executive producer. He turned it down, um, and he is a little butthurt that they are rebooting it because, like I said, he's he's still making them. Um, he's made all of them. Mm-hmm. They're making a TV series. He still has the rights to the character and everything, but MGM has the rights to Child's Play 1. They have the rights to that story, that movie, everything. So they can reboot it all they want. And Yep, because they actually gave away the rights after 1 because of all the negative publicity. People were pretty upset about this movie. They boycotted it They yep. because they thought it would promote child violence. Yeah, it's really not even that violent towards the kid. It's, he kills other people. It's what, it, what I guess it wasn't against children. It was children doing violence or small. Yeah, because apparently a couple gangs in the UK use child's play as like blueprints of how to kill people and stuff. Crazy. Okay. Hey, so they got know. they got rid of it, gave it to Universal. Yep, and then he's just he's been off running with it ever since, which is great. So he's going to make a TV show, but. The new, so the plot of the reboot has nothing to do with voodoo, has nothing to do with a single child, has nothing to do with uh, seemingly anything the first did other than the idea that it's a doll. But that idea has been done anyway. So why they needed the name, I don't know. It's going to be called a buddy doll, not a good guy doll. Buddy with an I at the end, because it's 2019. He's going to be all about Wi-Fi and shit. Like, he's going to be a modern version. Like, what Chucky would be now. So he does all that shit. He probably links to your phone and everything. Um, but the plot is that he's made in China, not Japan. Like, Chucky's made in Japan. That's actually one one big detail of Seed of Chucky, is they're made in Japan. But in this one, he's made in China, in Hong Kong, at a factory that uses microchips and everything. And apparently there's a glitch or a hack or some vindictive tech guy. I don't know. Someone in there making an evil chip or a chip that learns violence, something like that. And it's a group of kids team up against Chucky after he, or buddy after he enters their life. So that's what the plot details say. It's a group of kids seemingly like it. I think they're going for that vibe, like a group of kids. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be many adults in it. Um, other than people who are killed and then going after this Hong Kong glitched out robot 
That sounds terrible to me. I was going to say the opposite. It doesn't sound – I'm kind of intrigued. I am going to call this doll Chucky a hundred times before I realize it's not Chucky. Right. I mean, I, th- I think its name's not – it should be Buddy. That's what it says on its thing. It doesn't say Chucky anywhere, but it's I, called Child's Play. I just hate – like, I'm not a purist or anything, but why take the name of something that's not even dead? I'm curious as why they did a reboot and they just didn't kind of follow along. I guess because – Call it something else, you know. Didn't want to do it because he's doing the TV show, and he only did the TV show because the original voice of Chucky decided. Yeah, well, they didn't want to continue. They wanted to change the story. They right. just wanted Mancini to be a part of it, and he was like, "Don't change the story. I have. I, I'm doing it yeah. over here. I'm already working that, on it." I'm just curious. That's just because this story could have kind. I mean, you could still call it Chucky. You can say that. There's there's ways to work it into the already seven done. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. So it could it's be interesting. Gonna be, and that comes out June twentieth. Um, I will probably see it opening night just because I am such a child's play guy, even though it's not at all what I want. But I know that everyone who who hated the reboots of Friday the Thirteenth, I'm sure they all saw it. So you know, I'm gonna see it. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited about the TV show. So I hope that happens. Yeah. Do we know any later. more about the TV show? No, it just says he's he's still working that's, on it. Like he's open about working on it, but I'm hoping maybe maybe this year I can make it to a horror fest. Maybe he'll be there or something. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to scoop up more details on what's been horror's coming back in a big way with all these with all these uh Reboots. things like Get Out and yeah. Us and It and yeah. And I'm okay. I, I'm totally down with this type of horror coming back yes. out. The, the psychological thriller horror. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I, the day of Saw is kind of over. So I do like the torture stuff, but it gets played out. What I hate is paranormal. And when that took over, I don't like paranormal activity. I don't, because it actually makes me uncomfortable. I don't like seeing things move on camera. I don't want to do it. I it, my eyes water when I hear ghost stories. Like I really genuinely hate it. So you when hate that it was, or like, you're scared of it because this is this is a safe space. I you, this believe, is a trust nest. I believe to the listeners. I believe in ghosts for sure. Yeah, yes, because I've seen them. I've seen one in my life that I know what I saw. I know what I saw, and even talking about it now can make my eyes start watering because I I know that they're there. People who like to hunt for it. They don't really, they don't have the sense because they find it exciting. It's not exciting. It's evil. And you're not supposed to feel dead people floating around the room. So no, when I can tell. you see dead people. Yeah. Oh, God. One time I went to a quick, quick haunted story, quick nighttime story. Uh, when I went to a place called the Witch's Tree in Massachusetts. If you're out there, what up? A place called the Witch's Tree. And it's where they used to hang witches. It's not in Salem. There's another one. Um, they used to hang witches from this tree. Of course, I'm sure it was all a great judicial system used to pick them. And uh, there were gravestones underneath it. It's in the middle of a big empty cornfield, mm-hmm. hours away from anything. Nope. Mm-mm. And we pull up, give you that imagery, pull up in a car, Ford Focus, hatchback, red. <laughs> and we. <laughs> the detail is amazing. And we get out. Of the vehicle, it's about like 60 degrees. We walk to the tree and it's like 30 degrees. And I said, okay, now we go home. 
Now we're going back, and I went right back to the car. <laughs> See, we can't talk about this shit, man. I'm home alone. I'm, uh, I'm I know. getting all high-pitched and giggly. I'm not home alone, and I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm in a big populated building, and I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, Holy shit. So, yeah, I hated that whole, I hate when the ghost things become the popular movies, and I'm glad that's over for right now. Yeah, and paranormal we're getting activity. Back. We're get, I want, I like when, I like a good bad guy. And I'm realizing that with other movies we're going to touch on in future podcasts, but I'm learning that like if it doesn't have a cool bad guy, like something that would look good on a shirt, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I just don't have much interest in it. So that's why I really like things like slashers. But when it comes to like a thriller like Memento, for instance, I find that boring as shit because there's really nothing to look at other than his tattoos, which are so nice. But... uh but yeah, I don't like it when there's no bad guy. I hear you. I'm with you. I on think that. I think I'm the same with superhero movies, and I think that's why I did get burned a lot. It's because it's all about the hero, and it's not not that much about the villain. The villain, and the villain's got to be cool, and I got to really give a shit about what they're doing. Right. But I think you know, then you will enjoy the Avengers. Yeah, because that does have a bad, and I think that's why definitely Wonder Woman was nothing for me because who was even who was the bad guy? It was like Nazis in World War One. Like that's, I could yeah. watch a good. I could watch a good war movie. I don't need to watch a, <laughs> a boring superhero movie. But anyway, I digress. So uh, we're we're excited where the horror because like us and stuff like that. I'm excited that that's coming out. Yeah, I I'm with you. I don't do paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. My wife and I on a whim watched mm-hmm. the first one, and when the footprints were in the fucking powder. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sorry. All that noise. <laughs> I ain't playing with that shit, dude. I ain't doing it. Mm-mm. But like, and the first, and that ever happens in real life to me. The first time that happens, I'm burning the house down. I'm just walking away. Just, that's that's right. just grab the kids, the pets, my wife. We just burn it down. I don't care. That, that's one thing. There's, there, well, there's two things that I'm on the lookout. Any house I buy in the future, and and I'm sure one of these you can relate to, is you always do research and check. Does it flood? I want to see it the day after the biggest storm possible. Does it flood? And did anyone die in there? <laughs> and if the answer is yes, we need to have a chat. And how? How did they die? That's a big, that's a big difference. Um, no joke. They'll tell you that. Like when we bought our house, they'll tell you, be like, no one has died in this house. You're like, okay, that's cool. Didn't even I, need to I ask prove that. Prove it. <laughs> like I need to see some records or something. Yeah. I want to type this address in. Yeah. I don't. Uh, f- yeah. Dude, speaking of horror movies, do you know mm-hmm. a horror? So I, I'm an outdoor. I, I used to outdoor take, man. I used to take kids in the woods for like three weeks at a time. So I lived in a tent for multiple weeks at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, bushwhacked. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> a movie that fucked me up, and it was not a good movie, but it fucked me up, was Jeepers Creepers. Good. Oh yeah, wait, Jeepers Creepers—the second one with the Jeepers the, Creepers, the first one with the school bus. Second one was a school bus with the football players. Yeah, and it came out. Yeah, of they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, fuck that noise. Nope. I've meant to rewatch the second one. Third one came out, but no one supported it because, like, dude's a pedophile. So it was like an open, like, just don't watch it because who's a pedophile? The, the creator, the guy who directed the first two. So it's like, all right, he already made his money from those, but like, don't watch the third one. So That's I'll make good it as a know. PSA. If you're into it, if you're gonna buy it, if you really want to watch it, do it secondhand. Don't give him money yourself. <laughs> well, now I feel like a dick for being scared of that movie, but it fucked me up because I, I oh, saw no, it, it was went scary. into the woods for three weeks, 
It's one of Justin Long's debuts was the first one. Mm -hmm. Every time a twig broke or something, I just assumed this crazy scarecrow person was going to yank me into the sky and kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I have an active imagination. This shit. That's why I love movies. This shit affects me. Like I get emotions Mm -hmm. from good or bad, scary or not. Again, 36 years old. I know that the logic in my brain tells me that a voodoo child's toy is not (laughs) real, but my imagination goes, but what if? And that's why I'm think, like, fuck that noise. Mm-mm. I think I'd be, if I was put up against a slasher, if I had to be dropped into a horror movie, it would be a slasher because I think I think I would get through to the killer. Yeah, there's, it's simple. I think I, I think I could just be like, bro, like, come on. Come it's on. simple. It's the easiest way not to die in a thrash. Uh, uh, a, don't be the best looking person. I'm good. I'm a fat guy who's funny looking. <laughs> don't have sex check if there's a noise in the woods don't walk towards the fucking noise walk away you know check. that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be like mm, that's a twig breaking fuck all that i'm going yeah. the other way yeah oh uh, that's so funny and hey don't ever go look at the wi- out the window to see if anybody's out there that's how you get sucked through the glass yeah, yeah and don't run upstairs no fuck no can we all hold hands across america and agree <laughs> you don't run upstairs no. if you have a if you have a home you have more than one door Leave go the out house. The other way. Go out <laughs> the other way. I always go up or into a room. That's God, exit. I go up. And there's one part in, uh, is it Scream? I think it might be in the first Scream where she does not go through a door because the little chain lock, but she's on the side with the chain lock. And then she runs to a different door. And it makes you want to die inside when you watch someone do that. <laughs> and you're like, what? You could have got out. Mm. They actually made fun of it in the Scream TV show. One day we'll talk about Scream. We need to. Because yeah. I was in high school when this movie came out. And they forbid you from wearing the masks. Or, and everybody who had the mask. Oh, and the, and yeah. The voice changer. And it, people like. And that's pre-Columbine. So you were just allowed to do whatever in school back then. Right. I was, I was in high school before, Colum- before school shootings. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. Back Neat. When, yeah. Back when school was safe. Back when you could just go to school and be weird and not be looked at like you're going to blow up the place. Oh, wow. But yeah, we need to do a scream for sure because, yeah. Because uh. <laughs> well, dude, I think we covered child's play pretty well here. I think we did an extensive. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to have little tidbits about it to drop in all the way up until the drop of the new movie. Because you know we're going to cover that oh, the yeah, week that sure. drops. Because um, I'm making, I'm giving you homework that week. You're going to go see that movie in theaters. You're going to go see a child's play. I don't even know if it's coming. At the- yeah, it is. You're going to go see a child's play <laughs> movie in theaters. We'll have to crowdfund money for a babysitter. <laughs> hey, we can do that. Because I ain't going. By, um, but the thing is, my wife. Well, I don't have to need a babysitter because my wife does not do scary. There you go, solo movie. So fuck, I'll be in the. Oh god, it'll be horrible by myself. <laughs> fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) guys as always we are the guys behind the counter and if you ever have any questions just hit us up in social media um you can follow us at behind the counter podcast don't forget to follow collection therapy or pizza planet video we are always out there hit us in the dms let us know what you think what you like what you want to hear and as always we appreciate you listening guys until next time yeet